y'all doing? I hope all is well. Uh, we were just listening to the sounds of DJ Prick. That was the mix entitled The Tea, and it has been giving me life. Um, I got that mix when I was really having a shitty day, and immediately I felt better. The 33s and the master numbers and just... The fun energy that Gemini brings. So, welcome to Ascendance. This is the Astro Audio. Happy birthday, Gemini. We are in Gemini season. We're finishing it up and we're going to end it really, really strong. Um, I am Safi. I'm one sixth of Ascendance, here to bring you some awesome astrology information. And I am also a member of Soul Center. Before we get started, we always acknowledge our ancestors if you're new here. So, for the Geminis, we are honoring Josephine Baker. She was born June 3rd, 1906, and she transitioned April 12th, 1975. There is so much to say about this woman. I'm going to keep it on the short end because we have so much to talk about uh, and there is a link a YouTube link um, below if you want to learn more about her phenomenal phenomenal woman born in the States like so many of the artists couldn't get any love in the United States so went to Europe where she got all the love um, and in turn, she was a performer, an actress, a dancer. She was a French spy. Like, what? Yes, yes. Um, she was a civil rights activist, uh, being there the day that uh, Dr. King had gave I Have a Dream speech. Um, most most astonishing to me or really what really talks about her Gemini is she had 12 children she adopted 12 children 12 different ethnicities which she called the rainbow tribe I can't make this up y'all like keep putting pins as we talk today I want you to just kind of see the theme in just this conversation um, with the spectrum that we're talking about with Pride and now with Josephine Baker and her 12 adopted children after she uh, had a miscarriage and had to get a hysterectomy. This was how she rectified her love and showing her love to the world that we can love together, all one. 12 different children, 12 different ethnicities called the Rainbow Tribe. Yes, indeed. Mojuba, we salute her. Um, we're all, and she was, of course, uh, sexually fluid. She was a sexually fluid woman, marrying primarily um, men, because <laughs> that's what you had to do in that age. Um, but definitely, uh, she was known to be a free, fluid, sexual woman. On the other side, um, embodying the male energy, we are honoring E. Lynn Harris. Shout out to Gypsy. She really helped me. We have to start archiving our ancestors, y'all, our Egungun. We really have to start doing the archival work. What do they call it? Um, genealogy. We, we got to start doing that. Um, so 
we can just have pools and places to go in when we need to pull from certain ancestry um, according to their astrology, according to their works in the world. We can just go and know who to call on for our black excellence, okay? Uh, so thank you, Gypsy. Elin Harris, I remember his name it was a buzzword all around me. I was just into like the Eric Jerome Dickey and the Zanes. That was my freaky reads. <laughs> but um, Elin Harris was an author. He was born June 20th, 1955 and transitioned July 23rd. Um, he worked in communications <laughs> like for IBM, AT&T, for 12 years you know just like that's what he was doing had a good salary a lot of his friends started to transition during the AIDS uh, crisis which was huge hit us really really hard um, and one of his friends were like you have to tell our story you have to tell our story and so he did just that uh, he quit his job and he started shopping around his manuscript no one would bite no one would bite nobody was trying to hear it so what did he do he self-published now this was back in the day where you know we it wasn't the like the uh, technological advancements that we have today so this was some blood sweat self-published and then went around to salons you know shout out to the people me being um a crown worker and having to be in salons all day and parts of my life it was such a blessing when we had people come in you know selling art selling food like like the entrepreneurs you always had a sock man you always had a battery man you always we were black economics black wall street so i commend the people who are still doing that and so that's what he did he took his goods his books and he went to salons he was outside of the grocery stores i mean just hustling his book and they took off so much so that then the published companies called him and was like yo we want in so remember being independent, such a beautiful story. He was very much known for the invisible life um, and started this wave of the one day read. People would buy his books, eat them up in one day and be waiting for the next one to come. Um, he was the first time we started to see gay romance in literature that we know of it. Um, and kind of he created that down low term you know because a lot of his characters struggled with their sexual identity um and therefore it read in his books and that was also very much a personal journey of his he went on to talk about everything that happened in his life his abuse um his attempts with suicide uh and so much more in his book what becomes of the brokenhearted um trying to think he also won countless countless awards he just was a phenomenal phenomenal man and i was about to say phenomenal woman maya angelo we're not talking about her yet <laughs> but um a phenomenal man and i want to acknowledge him and say mojuba to him we salute him to any of you who know any Geminis that are no longer with us, your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, another family member, a best friend, 
anyone who meant something to you who is no longer with us, we recognize them. We thank them for their power. We thank them for their strength, their encouragement, their fun, their funness, their love of life, their ability to communicate, make us laugh. We give thanks to them. We salute them. Ashe, Mojuba. Hand clap. <laughs> so now that we have exalted our ancestors, they're with us. We have a lot to get into. So let's start with the new moon magic. New moon magic, new moon magic, new moon magic, new moon magic. This would be a great time to um, pause <laughs> this recording after I say the rest of the statement is that I talked about the new moon on June 13th, which is in Gemini, in the Taurus Astro Audio. I go into much more detail there, so if you wanted to know, hey, what energy I need to harness right now, go ahead and go back there and get that in detail. A brief recap would be that this is the moon of in Gemini, the new moon in Gemini. Each uh, sign gets a new moon and a full moon a year. So this new moon is for the Geminis. Happy birthday, Geminis, and happy new moon. So it's gonna bring up things around communication, siblings, community. This will be a good time to do any type of marketing externally. So if you're ready to do external work, ears are prime. That's why um, communications are going I won't say easily, but people are willing to listen. They're really willing to take in that hard, rough information, and they're willing to to go there with you and, and, and experience what you're experiencing. So this is a great time to get your, your marketing out. This is a great time to write, work on manuscripts, talk to yourself, understand what you are going through. Um, to elaborate... A little bit on that is Mercury is in opposition with Saturn so what's happening is our thoughts um, and the way people think are in opposition with structure and work so you may find that during this time you're really observing who's not pulling their weight what what isn't working in um your your field what 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 is not going smoothly how can um you'll be seeing who's not pulling their weight and how you're not pulling your weight in your life that's going to come up because it's about structures right and about work and mercury is the thinking of that like you you'll be you'll be thinking about this the cool thing is that uranus is trining saturn which means that they we have technology um, and creativity and fast things that will come in, that will come to mind as soon as we see something that's not working, someone who's not pulling their way, will be able to think of ways, creative ways where we can um, talk about them talk to them about what's going on and then also find creative solutions about how to get that going um what i will go ahead and say is i'm going to use a sentence for for instance it's been such a pleasure you know us coming from all walks 
<laughs> of life looking like the brown and black rainbow coalition. I'm not really having long existing relationships at all that I know of um, before this and just coming together and making things happen. So when people do want to do something and are willing to pull their own weight, things happen, things like ascendance happen. And without a whole lot of micromanaging, which is cool. Now, it's still gonna require, and even in the best of instances, there's still advancements. It's still things that need structuring that can work better. Anything, everything can always work better. So no matter how great your team is, you're going to be looking at how can we make this more efficient? How can we make this work better? Um, what can you tweak? How do you feel if I, it's, it's going to be a lot of that no matter what, but I just wanted to, it's, it's, it's amazing what can happen when the pieces come together. It's it's absolutely amazing. So the new moon is where we sew all of that ritual in and we do the rituals. We plant the seed and the seed grows to the full moon. And that is what that cyclical ritual is about. And this is what I do. You'll find it in other traditions. They do something completely different. But for me, my tradition, the ritual is, excuse me, sow what you desire and what you need in the new moon, harvest in the full moon. So our full moon this month is going to happen, where's our date? June 28th, and it's going to be in Capricorn. We just can't seem to get away from Saturn. And uh, just so we remember, Saturn is exalted. It's home. It's it's at its place. It's uh, Saturn is in Capricorn for the next um, two years. Yes, for the next two years. And so um, this is, it's, it's strong energy. And so Saturn is also coupled with the moon. So now we're incorporating our emotional body. The moon represents um, our, our emotions. And this is in opposition with the sun. I need to look and make sure before I said it. And our sun is our destiny, our ego. So you can you start to think what we're bringing together um, for this full moon. This is going to be a serious full moon that we're approaching on the 28th. And some of the things, once again, it's asking us is to look at our structures. Look at our structures. What is working? And at this point, it'll be showing us because we've we've harvested. We've we're, we've. We've done the ritual around communication, the editing, what we want to do, what we want to give. Now it's like, okay, you're doing it, but are you are are you working too hard? <laughs> like, is this in line with your destiny? Um, remember to go slow. Remember the, the burnout. And I have to, this is a real challenge for me because I will go, 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 go. Um, and so this Capricorn um, new moon is saying slow it down. A lot of us are doing pyramid work, okay? The pyramids are still 
wonders of the world. They have no idea how it was built. It wasn't built overnight. This was slow and steady, meticulous work. So this moon is going to remind us to do that and really to stay focused. Make sure we're taking care of our health, our well-being, and how these things, how the structures, how, how learn lessons about how things are working in our life, how we are literally at work. Some of this really may come to a head for some people with their jobs. If you're in a job that is not serving you, this could be a moon where it's like, I, I gotta leave. And, and take all of the lessons that you've learned um, in what it is to work for a company who doesn't care, who doesn't show up for you, who's not, you know, giving you the value, you know your worth. So when you incorporate yourself, when you create your business, that you, one, service yourself that way. And also, once you add on employees, know how to service them in a way that's caring. Yes, I know you need to leave early to go pick up your child. Long as you can finish that paper for me by such and such, that's what we need. Things like that that just let people know you actually care. And what I just said spoke on to... While all of this is happening, we have Jupiter sextiling the moon, which is the word sex, <laughs> sextile. So this is exciting energy. Um, and Jupiter is all about just letting us know that what's happening currently when this full moon comes up, um, this serious <laughs> Capricorn um, moon, it's here to expand us. It's here to make us wise and to give us power. So whatever challenges, whatever lessons you find yourself learning on this Capricorn new moon that's around work, destiny, um, structures, lessons, know that it is for your good and to empower you in the long haul. So that closed that circuit. Um, new moon in Gemini, full moon in Capricorn. And then on July 12th, we have our next new moon and that is in Cancer. This new moon is all about the feels. Um, it has the sun and the moon coupled. That means they're right beside each other both of them in cancer so we're getting a double batch of water here and then we have pluto in opposition opposing that means across the table from these two entities the sun and the moon so immediately when i saw this moon the first word that came up was depression um so i want us to be um, in our fields, because <laughs> we, we have no choice to, but to go there, um, just remember that we're, we're being asked to be constructive with this baptism, so to speak, of water. This is, this is, this is water. What's cool about all of this water, though, is that our spiritual body and our emotional body are on the same accord. They're both in Cancer, and Cancer is Yemoya energy. It's all about nurturing, it's about mothering, it's about caring, it's about loving. So literally, your two polar opposites of the spectrum are 
in a line with the same ideas and the same um, knowing. And so this is a really good time that your creativity will be feeding your emotional body and your emotional body will be feeding your creativity. You might find that because this is also about the home, that some things need to be addressed in the home with people that you love, things that have come up emotionally. Um, this is a great time for any kind of healing work that you wanna do, be it with another person, a maternal, if you have issues and you struggle with your mother, this would be a good time to bring up um, some things or do healing work around uh, your mother and yours relationship. Um, what else? Waters. This is all about the waters, so pay attention to your dreams. If you're somebody who has been wanting to work on astral travel, this would be a good time to start working on that. If you have some questions that you need answers to, ask your ancestors, ask your guide, ask them to come to you in a dream. Ask for the answers to be given to you in a dream. Working with any type of of waters so literally going by the waters giving offerings to the waters this is a great time to do that take baths this is also a good time to work with the waters in regards of sprays um, gypsy she got us on our sprays so definitely get with her we also have um ascension art and that is asc three n s i o n a r t dot com they do flower essences and that is all about flooding the body with positive energy of the flowers because flowers hold the highest vibration of the plant so get with her and getting you some emotional remedies to also help you maneuver some of the things that may come up with these answers that you're seeking uh beautiful beautiful time for healing womb healing any kind of things that you want to do with your womb um and working with yoni eggs working with crystal phalluses and just working with that womb energy great time to do that once again this new moon on july 12th is all about harmonizing the polars the opposites of the spectrum which leads us right in to gemini that is what Gemini does so very well. Wanna once again say happy birthday, Gemini's, to you, the ones that are born and come through the uh, temple of the womb while the sun is in the constellation of Gemini. We celebrate you. Happy birthday. Uh, for all of us, however, Gemini affects us. This energy, we have to come to it once a year, every year, and it is in our chart to build up our dna our spiritual dna and so to find out how this energy affects you personally i want you to take the time and click on the documents excuse me that's my affirmations y'all coming on um i want you to go ahead and click on the documents go to meet your chart there i walk you through how to receive your chart from astro.com once you get your chart, I want you to go ahead and bring it up. Look at it while we go over this information. So first, you're going to go ahead to your third house. Your third house is the one that this is Gemini's home. This is where Gemini feels more most comfortable. This is where 
where the magic happens, baby. And so what does the area, the third house represents? Well, it represents your neighborhood, your the people that you grew up with. You know, what, what now that you were born in Aries, you've been learning a few things about your values and you and Taurus. Now you're like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm in this thing. Like I have a home, um, but I, I, I have... I'm, I'm thinking about how all of this is structured more so at this point with Gemini. So my siblings, people that I have to interact with, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, siblings, um, this is lower education. So the lessons that you get, this is that why that I told you about um, in Taurus, you know, your baby, your primal, your, your parents start instilling these values on you and your first questions is why. Well, this is that area where we process and we think about the whys, what were the answers that we're receiving, how to put that and embed that into our being. So lower education, these are your teachers from pre-K to 12, that's that area, that type of knowledge. Um, trying to com communication this is the house of communication so emails faxes um letters pigeons birds like this rules this is the house of communication hence why gemini is called you know the great communicator or at least is the, the, the great i consider it the great communicator um it's ruled by mercury and that is exactly what Mercury does. Mercury is all about how you think, how you communicate and organize and understand the world. That's what Mercury does. And this is where Mercury lives alongside Gemini all in this third house. Now, for some people, um, we wanna know the elements. That's very, very important. So this is the element of air, hence, the the thoughts air and thoughts go together and what parts of the body that this rules is the lungs and the arms the things that you have two of right we talked about in taurus how you got to use that throat well first we got to get figure out what we're going to say <laughs> and then that that air comes into the lungs and then we vocalize what we value right so this is that deep-seated the mind thought of the air with the lungs and the arms and so this is why Gemini energy is so awesome at communicating. Anything that you have in that third house is is Gemini energy. Now, let's say your house is empty. Some of y'all might be looking and you don't see anything in your third house. That's still cool. Gemini's energy still affects you. You go to where your Mercury is. Your Mercury, like I just said, that's the ruler of Gemini. That's, that's the energy. So your Mercury is how you think, how you communicate, how you organize the world. We None of us are exempt from this energy. And when we start to really understand this, we get to know like, oh, this is how I think. This is how I think. And then when you start knowing, knowing figuring out how you think, you wanna know where all your friends' Mercuries are. Cause when you know how to communicate with somebody, then you can get anything across. If that person is a visual learner, you're not gonna sit there and try to talk them over the head. You're gonna do some, you're gonna show them something. Let's watch this movie. If they are tactile, you know, you're gonna be like, let's create, let's make something together. So knowing how people take in information is extremely important. And of course, this is what Gemini energy is so well at. 
calling it the great communicator. Now for y'all, this sounds very familiar to some of y'all because we have a, a spiritual African principle deity called Eshu. And Shu is the divine messenger. And of course, this is what, what Mercury is. <laughs> this is what Gemini is. This is AKA, we're talking about Baba Legua, uh, Baba Eshu. And this is the crossroads, literally where two roads meet and you have a four-way intersection. That is what Eshu governs. This is when we have a lot of roads that we could take, a lot of different options that we have in our life. We go to Eshu so that way we can find out which road, which direction would be best for us to take. And this is this is Gemini. <laughs> and so some of the things that um, Eshu are like is about is you have to talk to Eshu before you can even open up any of the ceremony. And that's because being the divine messenger, Eshu is literally the one that takes the prayers from the earth into the heaven. Sounds very familiar, right? Gemini. Some of the things that Eshu, uh, some of the offerings are like Ram, uh, apples, candy, this cigars. So now we're bringing in that smoke, that air element. This is a fun energy, a, a very play, playful, playful energy. His colors are um, black and red. In conjunction or in other philosophies like comedic principles, this would be Sebek in the comedic principles. And Sebek is the deity that is all about yeah, you want this car, but who is the spirit that wants the car? It wants to know the root of it. What is it? What is the root of the things? Who who is who is speaking on a soul level? Um, and so that is another um, way that we can look at Mercury would be Sebek. All of our traditions, all of our indigenous cultures had names for these deities. We're using Greek um, philosophy and astrology right now. But of course we know this is not our, um, it's our principles, but it's our principles removed uh, through the Greeks, right? So really honing this in and bringing back some of these principles again back to their sources. Gemini energy is also the counselor's energy. These are your people because they know how to go the, between up and down the spectrum. They can go from the complete polar opposites and feel comfortable in these areas or at least be able, being willing to be uncomfortable and think about why they are uncomfortable in these areas than anybody else. They can put themselves in anybody's shoes. They really are able to see both perspectives and this is why they make for such good teachers priestess um, diviners um, counselors because they can see all sides of the coin this is why we've also given them the twins um, twins are very 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 powerful and especially so when you get into the African principle about them we have um, a name for the twins in Yoruba, which is called um, Ibeji. But like I said before, every indigenous culture has their spiritual twins. So it's Ibeji uh, for the Yoruba people, and it is a very fun energy. This is why also uh, Geminis are known to be the life of the party. You can't be serious all the time you got to know when to be but they know when to be and they also know when to like cut up and just have a really good time and that's because they have that youthful twin energy 
Now, some of y'all have heard about um, eBayGee because of eBayGee, the singing group, who really put the twins and um, some of the African spiritual principles in a very like circular branding. And so people know this song. I'm gonna play it right here. And if you haven't heard, they're definitely worth checking out. I have their links um, down there, but they're physical twins. So when twins are born in the world, it is said to be like double, double blessing. It is a beautiful sign of health and abundance and joy. So Ibeji literally means to give birth to two. The dolls that you see on the shrines are spiritual dolls. Um, they are the Abeji. Um, they are said to be one soul split into two. And that's how they feel about the children that come for it too, that this is one spirit that was split in two and just have dynamic principles. They're supposed to be really treated very well here on earth and the mother of course to be treated very well. Um, people know that they should always help any woman <laughs> of course but definitely a woman that has two children because she has double the burden and raising and rearing but also will receive double the blessing. It is said too that if a twin is to um, die that it is hard for the other twin to live on. I mean, they were literally in the womb together. And so the other twin will start to call for their twin. So in African tradition, it is important that um, the other twin that is alive uh, put a bracelet on their ankle to make sure that they stay rooted to the ground. Um, this is also, they feed their other twin while they're gone. They wash their other twin's doll. Like they treat, when they eat, they feed their twin as to appease that energy that is on the other side to make sure that the twin that is still on this side will have longevity. When you get and receive these dolls, they are the protector of your home and especially the watchdogs for priests. Ibeji is symbolic of the spirit that connects all the things that people perceive to be opposites. <laughs> That's amazing because also the dolls that you get are um, one is boy and one is female. Of course, we know we have identical 
uh, two boys, two girls, twins. But literally in the realm of twins, we view the twins, at least in an African perspective of a boy and girl, the polar opposites. These are children of Shango, which is the uh, spirit of thunder and the general of war. So these are his children. You'll find that they'll say that the children will either come from Oya, which is the spirit of wind, or they will say that the mother is Oshun, which is the spirit of sweet water and honey um, and fertility, of course. So, and Oya is change and transformation, just very powerful energies. And that, but the, the daddy is always the same. The daddy shine go. So that, that's who the dad is. And um, therefore, there's just a lot of like lightness that comes and playfulness. So what you offer these um, dolls, uh, these the baby is candy, candy, cakes, toys, and all of these things in pairs, sweets, juices, juice boxes. So this it goes to show that like these are the type of the, the twin energy, the fun energy and why we have so much fun when it comes to the Geminis and why they are the life of the party, but yet know how to be very serious and communicate what their needs are when it's time to do that as well. So speaking of Oya, um, the rainbow, I want to start <laughs> talking about this rainbow, which indigenously indigenously um i've seen native american flags and their flag is the rainbow um oya colors are the rainbow um and now we have the pride you know flag for fluid uh sexuality the lgbtq plus um is the rainbow and really that's why i love that we chose spectrum because it really is about the full spectrum of the colors. Speaking of that, the chakras. The chakras are like the colors of the rainbow. So when I think about the rainbow, I think about Oya and I think about change and I think about transformation, the wind, what she represents. And I love how that is associated with sexually fluid energy. Oya is the only female spiritual person that is allowed as a woman to come in pants to like a party and a bimbe, a spiritual bimbe. Um, they're allowed to run the spectrum. So what I'm about to say right now, I want to pause <laughs> and I want to say a disclaimer really quick. I have to, it's, it's, it's Gemini and so I feel like the ears are really prime right now. But what I want to be clear is that what I'm about to say does not reflect the opinions of the rest of the Ascendance team um, and vice versa. You know, we are individuals. We all have our opinions and we all have our things that we want to give to the world. So also know that as well. However, what Spirit has been giving to me is about this transgender movement and the things that are happening the the transgender movement and fluid sexuality just like oya is about helping us with our evolution as a species now i'm gonna make this make sense astrologically we are a part of a binary binary by two our sun, the sun that gives us life three, 365 days of the year 
She has a mama. Everybody got a mama. She belongs to a mother's son. So we have a mother's son. The son that we have is the son, but she has a mama and we have a mother's son, making us a part of a binary. So all the bullshit, everything that we've been through has really been why we've been moving away from our mother's son. 2012 was when we turned the corner and we're starting to head back to our mother's son. Now, scientifically, what that means is that at some point, we are about to or going to have two suns and a lot of other planets and asteroids and moons in our atmosphere. Do you know what kind of skin we'll need to sustain two suns? Do you know what kind of nostrils we're going to need to breathe in the air of two suns, two moons, asteroids, and planets? We are currently evolving into another species. And that is what we're seeing in this like trans movement. Also, autism, autistic children are a part of that. They only know love. They only know what's what it is you know you'll say something around an autistic child like oh i'm gonna kill you know two birds with one stone and um they'll be like why you want to kill two birds and they'll be like oh it's just an expression like but that if it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense and they're part of that um evolution as well and so really while we're getting caught up in the moment as far as what that looks like and rights and what that looks like and possibilities and what is the technology i want us to really understand that the long call of this is about we are from dust to dust <laughs> you know from ashes to ashes to dust to, we started off as one we will end as one and we are evolving back to one so right now we really need to be focusing on our intuition because one day you're not going to know what you're looking at, who you're looking at, and all you're going to have is your instinctual, spiritual intuition. Does this person feel good? Does this person's energy mean me well? Um, should I go with them? Should I stay? These are things that are going to even need to be heightened more because right now we have a facade of these appearances that we think we know what we know. And it's just not the case. That's never been the case. We know we never know what's going on with people. Hence, the suicides that we've been having. I got three suicides in one week, one being a 15-year-old young male. Like, we never know what's going on with people. And soon, their exterior won't even tell us a little bit about them. We're going to be back one, y'all. And so, now that puts me into the Me Too um, things that are coming up. The Me Too... I am all about it. The call out is very, very important. The call out is important because one, you need to say it. You need to claim that you've been, that something has happened from you or to you. So this is from a woman who was molested by their father, who is fluidly sexual, who loves black men. This is me. And what I'm starting to witness is that this Me Too movement is starting to look a little like the witch trials. I know, clutch your pearls. Yes, I said it. And the reason why I'm saying it is because once the call out happens, it's important. Say what you need to say. We need your community. Community needs to bear some of what you've been through with you. That's why we have community. The other person needs to know and witness that 
they caused you pain that person needs to be like damn okay and look at themselves and be like why did i do that all of this is important we have to bring it up to the surface but the only difference is that shit's been happening we know all of this has been happening the only difference is now we're willing to talk about it and communicate and i'm all for that but the me too needs to transfer into what are we going to do what are we going to do after we call it out it has to be healed it has to be nurtured we're not throwing away anybody we have to know the law of attraction what about my past lifetimes here in astrology you can find all of this out and definitely just in general you don't even need you can go into your dream states work with your ancestors and find out the things the patterns that the women have been through the men have been through on your in your uh lineage and vice versa for the men find out what's what's been going on in our bloodlines right and and find out what we need to do to heal ourselves that's what i want us to start thinking about is what happens after the call out what do we do with the me too um because we want to make sure that we're creating a change that we're healing these old very very old wounds um because once again we're going to be one and this is honored astrologically everything that i just said about the age of aquarius it is time to revolt it is time um for technological like things to change and for the things to shift but in a humanitarian way and we can't do this alone we need the full spectrum we need the all to make these things happen and so i'm gonna leave it there <laughs> i know some of that might have been controversial for some of y'all but it just i wanna i had to say it because I know we're, we're melting back into one and it is going to be nothing but love, understanding, um, forgiveness, um, as well as revolt. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is not going to make it. We're going to need to take out some energy, some energy. It will be like there's, we've tried everything, you know what I'm saying? And so I understand that as well. I just want to make sure that we're we're, we're hitting this from all of the angles and making sure that our, our, our goal is to heal these matters, to heal them. After the call out, let's heal. And honestly, this is what Gemini energy, once again, is so good at doing. It is a dissolver. It's one of our mutables. So we have a cardinal fixed mutables. We have a generator, an operator, a dissolver, where we get our God from. And so each time we're going through a different cycle, Aries was about getting it popping. Taurus is about maintaining. And here's Gemini saying, that was awesome. Now it's time to move on. But think about what came up. Think about what you learned, you know. Also remember to have fun. Um, and so this is what it, this mutable energy is all about. It really is about freeing our mind and being willing to see things from all different perspectives. You know, embodied black woman, my polar would be an embodied, you know, white male. 
And I see their struggles. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see their challenges. I know, right? But I, I also, I got a lot of Gemini in my chart. I can see what it's like to grow up and not have any choice about what you're going to do and have spiritual um, questions that no one wants to be real with you. You know, like, I... I can see their trap. They're trapped too. Everybody's trapped. You know what I'm saying? In the sense of if we stay in the mindset that we've been in, we have to break out of that. And literally that's going to be breaking out of that in our mindset and also in our physical evolution is upon us, you know? So speaking about evolutions and transitions, the major holiday that happens this month is our summer solstice. This is a huge, we have the four holy days that I talk about, I talked about it in winter, that was the winter season, but you go back to the documents and right under the key symbol or the symbol key, yep, it's going to be a wheel there. In that wheel, if this is where we get the four cardinals, we also get the a symbol, the cross from, and why it's so holy is because it comes from astrology. <laughs> it, it shows us the 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 whole, what makes the whole, the far the four parts that make the whole, and um, we just had our spring equinox it seems like just was yesterday and now we're going to be going into our summer solstice and gemini is so important that's why this this energy has to dissolve because it has to be willing to pass on the baton to a whole nother season that is that's that's some weight, <laughs> you know, to be able to say, okay, and now we're ushering into something new and that will be the summer. This happens on June 21st. I recommend if you can take off that day and that's a holy day. You should be doing whatever the fuck you want to be doing and celebrating it however way you want to. But the portals will be open. Um, we're going into the sign of cancer. So a lot of things that I talked about that new moon apply to this as well. We're literally in what the Bible calls the land of the milk and honey. They called it the milk because it was the Milky Way. And that happens um, with the Taurus energy, the cusp of Taurus. And now we're in the honey. Um, and that is with uh, cancer. There is a constellation called the Beehive for my people who like Beyonce. I know y'all love that. There's a constellation called the Beehive and that is in... Um, cancer and so this is the land of milk and honey this is where you get your meats so this is also water so this is a very luscious you know um holiday you know think about different ales and drinks brews that you want to make you might want to make some brews make some tinctures um drink a lot party but you know like that smooth party because it's cancer you know so like just we're we, we're in summer this is the one time out of the year where we get to kind of like coast a little bit a lot of energy um emotional energy is going to be brought up but we get a little second before we have to get over in Virgo and start harvesting everything. We just planted it in. We're being patient. We're watching the things that we're growing, you know, and to watch. That's watching and tending is, is a different thing from getting it going and harvesting. So we kind of, you know, this is this is the, the steady pace for us, right? Um, to learn more, though, because I'm just giving you a taste 
Firm Musings is doing a summer solstice workshop. I am in that thing. You get a consultation, you get a workbook, you introductions to like your altar building, introductions to trance and meditation because we're gonna be in that state, you know, able to tap into our emoting body and really go places with our dream, our psychic ability. The, I mean, the portal is prime and rep ready. So if you're interested in taking that um, workshop, I have the link down there below. Go ahead and sign in. I do know it's limited spaces. Mine's is already took though. So yeah, better get in if you can. <laughs> and so that's summer solstice in a nutshell. And so enjoy yourself uh, while you can because we're getting this baptism with all this rain coming on us with cancer and we'll talk more about that next time and so enjoy the dissolving enjoying the ability to communicate with others and and get other people's opinions and feel what other people are going through be able to receive criticism a little bit better than you would be at any time because gemini um is willing to go there with themselves so i told you this was going to be a long one but before i get out of here we're going to go over our transits real quick uh transits are literally what is going on in the sky above us as above so below and the below part is you and the snapshot is your birth chart so transits are ways that we can see how what is going on above us in the stars is currently affecting us and our spiritual body here on this earth because we're stars too so Everything that I say, you're literally going to write it down and Google it and have fun and start learning these bodies and studying these things because that's the way you're going to learn. So we got June 16th, um, Mercury is opposed Saturn. We got the 17th, Happy Father Day to all of you beautiful, wonderful fathers, you black, fucking brown, beautiful men, you I just want to lick I just love y'all. Happy Father's Day. Thank you for nurturing and caring um, about your your seeds, your life, your well-being, and who you are, and all of those things, and loving the way that you do. We appreciate you being a force, moving right along. It's June 18th. We have Neptune retrogrades in Pisces. That's a big one. Um, in June 19th, we have Mercury in Cancer trines Jupiter. We have on the 21st of June, Mercury trines Neptune. Also, we have the sun entering Cancer on June 21st. That's that summer solstice I told you about. Take that off, have fun, enjoy yourself. Uh, also that day, we have Venus opposing Mars. On the 23rd, we have Cancer, or excuse me, the sun sextile Uranus. We also have Mercury opposing Pluto. On the 25th, we have Venus squared Jupiter. On the 26th, 26th, excuse me, Mars retrogrades in Aquarius. That is a big one. You need to Google that. Um, June 27th, the sun is in opposition to Saturn. June 28th, we have the full moon in Capricorn. That was that serious one I told you about. June 29th, we have Mercury entering Leo. That is a big one. You want to know what that's about. June 30th, 
We have Mercury squaring the Uranus and we are out of June. We go ahead to July and let me pull it on up. Okay, can I please get this so we can tell the folks? Thank you, I appreciate you. Okay, um, on July 5th, the sun trines Jupiter. Mercury uh, opposes Mars. On the 8th, we have the Sun trines Neptune. The 9th, Mercury squares Jupiter. Jupiter, excuse me. Uh, July 10th, Jupiter again goes direct in Scorpio. So that's a big one. You want to know how that's going to affect you. Uh, July 10th, that's still the same day, yep. Also on the same day, Venus enters Virgo. So a lot happening on July 10th. Note that, save that date. July 12th, Venus trines Uranus. July, also on July 12th, the sun opposes Pluto. On the 13th, we have that new moon in Cancer. Talked about that. Do your ritual. You do rituals. Um, July 14th. We have Venus trines Saturn. That's it. We got the trines. And so until next time, keep dancing and remember you are a star. I love y'all. Happy birthday. Gemini, you rock. Keep going. Pride, 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 pride. pride. Peace. This black nigga's pride. I have no fear when I say and I said every day, every nigga is a star. Every nigga is a star. Who will remind that you and I? And every nigga is a star.